0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the One Talk podcast. You're here with your host Ryan. And today we are joined by Dane Muller and Travis Cochran from the Heartled Warriors heart warriors do one-on-one coaching group coaching and also retreats in the men's space and the work they do is awesome and i'm so keen for you all to go in a deep dive on this episode take away the knowledge and the value that these two men bring so I highly recommend getting some notes or write some notes after this podcast if you're driving because there is a lot of things within this podcast you will take away and also, if you, if you listen to this podcast as well, it would mean the world to us if you could also share the podcast around, give it a follow, subscribe, even leave us a rating. It would just help us grow this podcast and reach a bigger audience. But anyway, enjoy today's episode and tune in to Heartled Warriors, Travis Cochran and Dave Muller. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the One Talk Podcast here with your host, Ryan. And today I'm joined by Travis Cochran, on for round two. What's it's been up? about a year and a half, but it's good to have you back, brother. And we've got a first appearance for Dane Muller, which I'm also excited to um, have a deep dive into yourself and have yeah. a great conversation with Thanks you fellas. Thanks so much for having us on. No worries at all. Um, yeah, I'd just love to start off with Heartled Warriors and how this began, and just give our listeners here just a bit of an um, idea of what sure. it's all about.
1: Well. Heartled Warriors begun with Heartland Wanderers, and that's mm. a, a travel page my wife and I have. Um, we were pretty stuck in life, in marriage, and lots of stuff going on in our marriage and personally. Fathers both unwell, and we just wanted to stop, mm. sort of re, re, restructure everything. So we sold everything, mm. bought a caravan and got on the road yeah so nice. just, just to rediscover ourselves mm. and heart wanderers was the, the name that sort of popped up yeah and for good reason yeah mm. uh, without us knowing and we went on a journey to find our passion yeah and that happened really quickly it happened two months into uh travel and then Later on down the track, uh, we're doing doing different self-development courses and stuff. We end up doing an NLP course, and that's where I met this big fella. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, instant connection. Yeah. Instant connection. And we'd, we had our coaching company. Mm. It was already, say, eight, nine months in the, on, on the road, and we wanted to start a men's filler because men's health is... Yeah. I'm sure we're going to go into that uh, a bit later as well. And I wanted someone who had similar views and passions to as to why. And I just said, "Travis, have you got to jump on board with this. This is what we've got. This is what my, my, I want, and what mm-hmm. we're doing." And he's like, well, "I'm
2: in." Yeah. And it was one of those moments where we were just sitting there. It was pretty much during during the lesson. Liz was talking out front, and Dane sort of tapped me on the leg. He's like, "Mate, I want you to be a part of this," <laughs> and it just felt right. Yeah. Instantly. Straight and up. We like, I think we told Liz, "Hey, like, we need to sell it." Oh yeah, yes. you put your yeah. hand up. Yeah, I was like, "Liz, <laughs> I need to tell you something." And it just, it just flowed so well, man. Yeah. And that during mm. that, which we'll get into, <laughs> we we had one of the guys there, Roy, who's like a clairvoyant. Yeah, and some of the stuff the he meeting, filled in, in a, us. Yeah, he's a brilliant man, incredible yeah. man. Like for anyone listening, basically, Roy was on my podcast and he could see dragons and stuff, right? Yeah, well. this is to the the level of. Um, that he is connected to himself and the world and everything around us, but uh, you know we'll we'll get stuck into exactly what happened with we're going that. But a little early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Australia>, <laughs> I'm, all for, I'm um, all for it. I'm all for it. But essentially, yeah, the stuff we learned that day, bro, we're like, okay, there's a reason why this is happening. If
1: mm. and if you do believe in that or do, don't, it doesn't matter. Mm. We do, and what we found is that we were, we're we're connected spiritually yeah. from lives ago from warriors mm. and. Literally, that's basically how the name come about. Heartland Warriors. Yeah. because we were Every told we're like
2: Spartans in a past life, something yeah. like that. And yeah, if it's you see that the sign, <laughs> sign come
1: about, and then everything that my wife and I have done was done from the heart. Like mm. Why we left was to rediscover ourselves, to yeah. f- rediscover our love for each other, mm. show our boys the world. So that heart led theme just yeah. so right.
0: Were you both like that so connected within yourselves or was there a point where it just was a shift in your life where that connection within yourself became more pure in terms of like the spiritual woo-woo side? <laughs>
2: well, I know that for, for a fact mine happened when I've met a few people. Like, I sort of met a few like mm. women in my life, men that sort of taught me about it a little bit and I got this inkling that something deeper was there. Mm. And then you would know this and you were actually there be conscious experience, oh, yeah, yeah. So, a couple of years ago, it's actually where I met Scousy for the first time in person. And, um, for me, the breath work is what opened everything up. Mm. Everything that happened after that, bro, just I couldn't stop, yeah. You know, seeing the old like snakes everywhere, it's like rebirth, and yeah. all these things start happening. And you, in the beginning, it is a lot to take on, mm. but then you surrender to it and you trust, and you're like, okay, this is happening for a reason, so. yeah. Um, I don't know if that was same for you whether it was that early or uh
1: different um my spiritual journey is definitely a slow burn yeah in the past not something i really ever thought about or considered mm. my mum's always been into angel cards and things like that i've never yeah. had never done any of it just didn't make sense to me mm. until yeah uh until that self-development journey when you actually connect to yourself yeah self a little more and you're like there's so much more to mm. this, this physical yeah. body of ours than mm. than what we, everyone knows about. So, um, and just yeah, through that journey of self-discovery, I've found things out about myself mm. and the energy that I have, and the, the energy that 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 creates an impact on others. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't waste that. Mm. So, yeah,
2: and knowing the shift I've seen in him, I've yeah. known him since what's that? September, end of September.
0: Yeah, probably. Like September, just went. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) bro,
2: like the the level of connection we have is when we think of saying, messaging each other, or calling each other, whatever it might be, and that it actually came to fruition when we went to our podcast not too long ago with Holly. We're both driving up to the same Mm -hmm. place. Yeah, and you couldn't have timed this like we we literally pulled onto the road on the same road at the same time, right next to each other. Yeah, well, and that to that that day i know for a reason like i noticed that and then we pulled up at front of the podcast studio Mm. two perfect parks like all these little things you could think that they're just oh that could happen anytime but yeah every single thing happens for us yeah in such an incredible
0: way and let me um let me back that up because my office is literally across the road so i can see the studio from my window and that car park right there that's full twenty four seven. Like there's never spaces there. Yeah. So saying that even blows my mind because I can't find a park there. <laughs> Two
2: spaces for his big patrol and like yeah. me pulling up in the sedan and like just exact same time. Mm. And then that podcast was incredible. I know yeah. this podcast is already incredible. And knowing that we both said, okay, we need to get seen more. Yeah, we need to get this out because the trajectory we're on mm. is insane, man. Mm, the yeah. Things that are happening for us, as I said people that are coming on board that want to be a part of it, mm. it just can't be stopped
0: right now. Yeah, and it's so important in this space right now too, especially for the people that are going to go and benefit from it. Yep. The people that are going to um, feel the service that comes from this. Like, there is so much um, of this type of work out there. But I think that's a good thing because there's so many people out there who are facing challenges and struggles and yep. need this support. Yep. So when I saw you, to come about, and I said this before the podcast, like how you just sell authentic with the promotion and marketing of it, and it makes you feel like you're already a part of it before you even know about it. Oh, that's awesome. Man. That's yeah. cool. That's great. That's
1: cool. That. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And that's it. The biggest thing is we're not trying to sell anything. Yeah. We're just trying to help people help themselves. Yeah. Yes, we are selling stuff. Mm. That's not the point of it the day. Yeah. Literally, and that heart-led theme is mm. – Goosebumps about <laughs> it because I'm so passionate about it because what it has done for me. Mm. And there's – I just – I can't not share that. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. And for my entire life, I've always had – always always had doubt. Mm. And though there's always been a voice or something in me like telling yeah. me like there's something for you. Yeah. And it was just finding
0: that. So, yeah. In terms of like doubt and things like that, like how do you guys find a way to overcome self-doubt or even maybe doubt of others as well?
1: Doubt of others. Um, now it doesn't, I don't, that doesn't yeah. come into my, my mind. Mm. There's always, I mean, self-doubt was a big piece for me on my journey, self-doubt, self-love, all of, all of that. And for a lot of people, I'd say yeah. nearly 90% of people, that's mm. a number one uh, trauma yeah, and now after doing the work <laughs> and we're only talking about in the car uh, here there, there, there's some days we're like oh can i do that having done the work and knowing what we know and how to get out of that it's only ever a minute or two you're like hang yeah. on why am i thinking? why why am i thinking like this mm. what haven't i done yeah. okay i'll go do that and then it's all good
2: mm. um yeah it's and it's having Faced the that same shadow so many times now mm. that pops up and for anyone listening a shadow may be something that plays okay. out in your life that keeps popping up whether it's a laziness factor whether it's you have this fear of failure you go to do something and you don't do it because you procrastinate because you're scared of failing things like that and i've had that in my past mm. for sure and it, it does come up here and there but the, quid, the difference is like dane said you faced it so many times so it's like play a game right and you face the same boss over and over again you start (laughs) to learn his moves yeah and you're like i know what this cunt's going to do next so you learn that
1: and generally if that something like that comes up whatever your thing is Mm. it's generally when you're up leveling yeah It's that there's the old saying different level same devil so now we get excited about okay you can we can see it coming Mm. so we're like okay something's happening here, I'm I'm ready for another bit of growth. So that same bit of, you hit that that spiral on the next level, Mm. you're like, oh, there's that little bit of self-doubt, oh, why are you here? I can't wait to figure you out so I can get up again. Mm. Yeah, and
2: we we help our clients a lot with asking questions for them because we believe that good coaching is when you're actually just listening a lot and asking the right questions Mm. for them to have self-discovery, right? Mm. So uh, a great question for everyone, and this is something you can take into your day-to-day life is, how is this me? Mm. So, if you're seeing things pop up in your life, if someone's talking shit about you, right? Yeah, I have had that a lot on my journey, mm. questioning what my what are you doing? What's this technician stuff? What's this silly little podcast stuff? But then you think, well, how am I talking shit about myself? Because mm. everything externally is only going to show up if you, if you're. Feeling that internally. Yeah. yeah. And if you clear that up, you watch it go from your external life. Mm. We are each
0: other's mirrors. Yeah. 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 That's a beautiful thing about the mind too, because our mind gets programmed like got subconscious mind. Like you think about driving, you do it so many times, you daydream and come back like oh shit, how i get, how'd they get, here? get here. Yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> so it's just the, your brain taking over and driving. Yeah.
1: Unconscious mind is the our mm. our magic. Yeah. It's the most powerful tool. Mm.
0: Yeah you, can, Agreed, yeah. yeah, you can train it to do mostly anything. Like you said, now it's not even really a conscious decision yep. when those self-doubt come up because you've programmed yourself to a point now where it can be automated, yep. and dealing with that. Yep. That's a beautiful thing, and that's a powerful message for the listeners to listen to because it just shows that you can actually train your mind to do things like yes. this. Yep. Yeah,
1: Like walking through the um, shops yesterday with my wife, I just I was just a little bit off, mm. and there's a few things that happened, and it was all my choice. Yeah, so That's what a lot of people need to start making sense of everything in life is a choice mm. so there was things that happened that were out of my control and though i still made the choice to do yeah things along the lines of that and it wasn't doing things for myself mm. that i usually do of the morning and it hadn't done that happened a few days in a row so i was just in a little bit of funk just a little yeah. bit constricted a little bit contracted and i'm like walks me i'm like oh, i didn't really like this happening i knew i know that my choice was to do it with you mm. and though I'm not going to do that anymore because it's making me yeah. So,
0: yeah, That's an important lesson too, like the word choice. Like everything is a choice. Like even an example, I was driving and someone cut me off and it's my choice rather to get reactive and angry yeah. at this person or it's my choice to take some breaths and just focus on my journey. Yeah. And that's a choice within itself, even though someone else inflicted that onto me, but it's still my choice on how I react and respond to that situation.
2: Dude, it's having leading with love Mm. It's one of the strongest things anyone can do. Because it's easy to be evil, it's easy to be angry. It's easy to f- show hate. Mm. You know, it is it's actually quite easy to sit in that space. And a lot of people listen to this and be like, Yeah, it's it's easy to feel like shit at work at a job you hate. Mm. How hard is it to show up and appreciate what you have a job mm. that you get to help people, that you get to make money and support your family, support yourself. That decision to look at life that way. Mm. And choose to look at it that way yeah. is much harder, but you can get to that point. That's yeah. where we're at now, right?
1: The uh, "I choose" statements is something I give my clients every day. Yeah, so they, have, they check in with me every morning with the "I choose" statement. Mm. I choose to be. I choose to be this. I choose to be happy. Yeah. To begin with, they like. Oh, okay, that sounds a little silly, and they may. Yeah. For example, someone might be dealing with some major anxieties, and mm. the next day they'll go. I choose not to feel like this anymore. Yeah. Be like, that's a great choice, and though you're still choosing mm. and thinking about that, so I'll reframe that. Go, how about you say, I choose to be happy, I choose to love myself, yeah. And then next, like, they because you can hear the that sadness in their voice still when they mm. choose not to feel like a certain yeah. way, and then I get them to say, Hey, choose to be happy, choose to love myself, and then when they say that, you can hear the mm. heck in their voice, so
0: yeah. yeah. That's a powerful thing too, because like even with myself, with affirmations, when I first started affirmations, I was like, I am confident. I don't feel confident. What's the point? But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what yeah. I did, yeah. But once I like understood more the concept of it and the why and the repetition that needs to be repetition, put in, yeah. then you start to realize that, well, this is actually giving me results 30 days later, yeah. 60 days later, two years later. Like I'm a completely different person yeah. from mm. repeating an affirmation.
1: Well, like the unconscious mind's like a muscle, mm. it takes repetition for things to. We're, like say you're 30 years old you've had 30 years of programming to mm. talk about yourself a certain way with don'ts and shouldn'ts and can'ts that's yeah. all negative like mm. most of the most of the language we use and so i'm going to say like 85% of it is negative and mm. we don't and that's fine we have no, yeah. we don't know any different and though that's one thing we try to bring in with our coaching and the men's groups is language and yeah. changing that language for people to positive positive talk and that repetition of it It's mm. all good doing affirmations like you said it's like that time that rep. yeah build that build that muscle
0: yeah and especially like just before we go to sleep and when we just wake up we're in the fate of brainwave state mm. like we can attain information up to 300 percent more than mm. we do any other time during the day so like what we're scrolling on just before we wake up and what we're scrolling on when we go to bed or watching the news or whatever we're doing, that's programming our mind to react yep. feel and be a certain way yep. but if we start implementing healthy things instead like for myself i listen to Rather guarded affirmations or binaural beats before I go to bed yeah, nice. every night. And that's brought a big shift in my life, especially affirmations like guarded ones, because yeah. it's telling you a thing that I am, I am, I am over a binaural beat. And then over time, you see yourself shift.
2: Yeah. And that's so what something we incorporate with our coaching is we, we're we masters of hypno, right? Mm. So with our master practitioner um, accreditation with NLP, that's something you get. And then you're dropping into something similar to that 30 state. So you can sort of drop those little unconscious programming is in there, which are positive. It's mm. positive language that's being dropped in there. And we have another technique um, that Liz, was it Liz that created it? ECT? Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. but we, this is something that we obviously use ourselves. Mm. You know, it's just something, our coaching is very specific with what we do. Um, Dane's got his own measures. I've got my own measures. And we just use different tools that is then Heart led Warriors.
0: Mm. Could you extend what ECT is the listeners?
2: Emotional
1: change technique. Yep. Uh, people would have probably heard of timeline theory. Yeah. It's, it's similar and yet so much better. Yeah. Yep, so much it's better. Just, it's just on another level. Mm. But then better. the
2: difference being, obviously, you can have some people learn this, but I think the way that we've embodied everything, it, it comes across differently, right? Definitely. Yeah.
1: And I, I th- from last, I remember, there's only about 250 mm. practitioners of ECT in the world. Yeah, well, And we have 10 of them within our company.
0: Well, Yeah. That's yeah. great. Mm. and what shifts do you think that's brought within the people that you work with do you think that's been something that has been a big factor it's
2: a game changer yeah yeah Yeah. and just the people we've picked up obviously like uh, in the foundations they had you know do you know shan hotes
0: i not personally yeah
2: podcasts and stuff but having people like shan right like she's on a whole nother level and to have someone like herself in there and Mm. we're all we all push each other Mm. Mm. you know we call each other on our shit Dane will call me on my shit, I'll call him on his shit. And it's it's holding each other to a higher standard.
0: Yep. Yeah. And
2: keeping in mind also we have fun. Oh you know, so it's, much it's, fun. Yeah. I think a lot of people look at this this coaching stuff or whatever mm. it may be, business, et cetera, thinking, oh, they're always so serious talking about like childhood traumas and stuff like that. It's like, no, man, like we're just big kids ourselves. Yeah, literally. You know, and that's that's when we have more fun, we have more success. Yeah. That's what I've seen. Yep. Fun, success, and success creating that.
0: Yeah, and th- that's when you're the most excited as yeah. well. And when you're the most excited, you're going to do your best work because yeah. you're actually keen to do what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look
1: at that, our first retreat. <laughs> I've never been more pumped up and more yeah. excited for anything in my life, and what we were able to do for the men that come on that retreat. It's so, the one
0: in November? Yep. this yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's yep. just, we could not have wanted to, fix, it couldn't have gone any better for us. It mm. just, it was, it, yeah.
2: It was and it was created in eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah, well, eight weeks, and then during it, we came up with some practices as well, like just on the spot.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yes, we have a run sheet and flow sheet of how we want everything to go, and you've got to keep a schedule. And though we leave room for intuitive Mm -hmm. coaching on the long because there may be something, there's a couple of times where one in particular with Chris, he um, we do a, a first day is a really intense day where we really sort of push up on some boundaries, and yeah find out where their traumas are coming from and try and try and really get them to the surface. So it's a big, intense day. And a few of the things weren't quite hitting for him and we both felt it. And, we're like, oh. and then we tried to do... We're doing a couple of different things and then I stood back and I, he kept on talking about how he was in his past. Mm. And I'm like, have you forgiven yourself? Yeah. He's like, I haven't. And then we just did a perceptual positions where Trav was standing in front of him as his younger self and he just... He needed to apologize to himself. Mm.
0: So yeah, that's great. And I think that is needed as well in mm. terms of retreats, like just on the feet thinking. Because yep. I have had moments myself in retreats where I have something scheduled and I read the room. And it's like, well, this is this might not be best fit right now. I have something else in mind. Yep. I'm going to lead by what I feel is going to be best and implement it. Yep. That usually, is the best decision to make. That's yeah. And you
1: that. Just trust your intuition. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what does like for people listening that are interested in retreats, like what does it kind of entail without giving too much away?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Like, obviously, it's going to push you push some boundaries that you haven't. Yeah. O- so, what we talked about before with um, facing some shadows you may mm. have been avoiding for a long time. Which mm. I dropped a video last night about you know substance abuse. Yeah. Um. You know, I've I've been addicted to alcohol and porn in the past, and for two reasons being that alcohol was it covered up the the boy I was embarrassed of that I mm. thought I wasn't cool. Mm. So by me getting drunk and going to parties, I was. Cool. Yeah. I actually still remember to this day, man. One of my mates said in the in the taxi on the way to this place, he goes, "Trav, you're way cooler when you're drunk." Mm. And I fucking never let that go. Hey, it just yeah. ruined me. And then I I look back and I was like, "Why did I even hang on to that?" But again, that was a shadow that kept coming up. It was this belief that I wasn't good enough unless I was drunk. Mm. It was this belief of a certain thing. So. You know, we push you against that shit. We bring that up to break that down so that you don't have to live with that bullshit anymore.
0: Yeah, and I feel like a lot of men can feel that pressure of having to go... Like, I know in Australian culture, and English culture as well, there's a big factor on drinking and partying and going out with the boys and then that persona becomes you and then you have to try and live up to that and to live up to that, you got to keep drinking and going out and recycling that that behaviour. It's like, how do you break that? And it's just... It gets really tricky because I know for myself when I was... If you don't know about me, I was a drug addict from 11 till 18... I was stuck in that cycle. I just didn't have to break out of it because my persona was that person. My yeah. identity was that person. Until I realised, like, look, I can build a whole new identity. And it just comes from being vulnerable and taking the steps and trusting yourself. But you do have to begin that journey to be able to even take those steps in the first See, place.
1: And it's a big piece during that the three days that they're there with us is accountability. Yeah. Like holding themselves accountable. Holding themselves accountable for the choices that they have made throughout their life. Mm. And then... Having them uh, understand or make sense of, I should say, mm. that they've put those choices in their head. The things that they've thought about themselves, are all made up by themselves, yeah. not by anyone else. Yes, mm. they've had things that have happened to them to help lead to that. And though, here's that choice word again, yeah,
2: that's their choice. I think um, for me a visual that came up was You know when Rocky fucks off to train before the big fight? Yeah. This is like a super intense version of that over a few days. Yeah. You're coming up into the mountains with us. We're going to fuck you up in the best kind of way. And you're going to come out like this beast Rocky. Mm. The the man you always wanted to be. That is what walks out of Mm. that retreat. The
1: the really great thing at the end of the day, because we do a lot of of talking, a lot Mm. of connecting, a lot of communication, is... For us, the feedback at the end about how they could feel the passion from us.
3: Yeah.
1: For me in particular, that meant the world because the first day was ended and I didn't sleep a lot after the first day because I'm just like, have I given enough of myself? Yeah. Have they felt that impact that I felt on the first day? Mm. And it wasn't until the next day we do a bit of a a priming uh, on the second day. The second day is a lot less abrasive more Mm. feminine more feminine yeah and a few things happened the very next morning and i was just sitting back because trav was taking the lead on a on a Mm. certain piece and a few things happened where i could see the men connecting with themselves yeah i fucking cried Mm. because i was so happy i'm like this is this is my own cup filling moment of like they're getting it yeah feeling what i felt and it just made me so happy
0: Mm, that's 100%. one of the beautiful things about breath work especially mm. for people that have never took the journey of connecting with themselves get them into a deep breath and take them on a journey yeah. like I, that's where that began with myself like when i first met trav was at that call be conscious and the breath work i went on then then tapped into the woo-woo side of myself the spiritual side yep. and being been able to see different realms and see different shifts and it was just from there on it was a journey within itself but all that started from breath work yeah. and breathing
1: yeah people don't
2: Something is free.
1: <laughs> yes, you don't need psychedelics and things like yeah. that to go on a massive, massive magical journey.
0: Yeah, agree. Because the yeah. first ever time I had like a spiritual experience was I was at this breath session and I was sitting there and the whole room went white. This is like my eyes were closed and I was deep into a breath. Whole room went white and then both my grandparents that had passed away yeah, ended up coming both. to me. Yeah. Then they ended up holding my hands and just staring at me and holding yep. my hands. But they didn't say anything. But I could hear everything they were telling yeah. me. I, was going, I felt like I was going there for hours, but I was only out for like five minutes. But yeah. that was one of the most beautiful experiences I've had because yeah. yeah, they're over in the UK, I'm here, but just have that connection with them. From there on, I was just, yeah, I got straight into more deep diving into that realm and connecting with myself because I knew the more I connected with myself, the more I'm going to connect with others. Yeah. And oh, that was yeah. a beautiful learning yeah. too.
2: Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's, what was your first experience like? a rebirth too, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, uh, my grandfather passed back in 2009 mm. Very close with him, didn't feel like I got I got to say goodbye. Yeah, my father's got cancer. He's he'd be lucky to see this year out. Mm. Really will. Cool. Um, and he's always been worried. Uh, he's like not worried of dying, but how he's going to be when he dies. Yeah. So during my first breath work, I was him, mm. and I felt him pass. Yeah, he hasn't passed yet, but I felt the way he's going, and I just felt. Which made me so happy, yeah. And then everyone, everything went black, which made me realize how sad and upset I'm going to be when he actually passes. Because I, I had thought that I was ready for that, mm. building up to it, and you, in, you kind of are ready, yeah. And though I was sort of probably lying to myself about how much it was going to affect me or will affect me,
3: yeah,
1: and it was going to until I've started this work, mm. I say. And then again, then next phase and i had another rebirth and my grandfather's arm come down from the clouds yeah grab mine and my hand went up and i held his and the only thing he ever said was it's okay
3: mm.
1: and i didn't make sense of that to begin with until a little later, like probably and it still makes sense yeah
2: now so yeah so dane had a really beautiful experience <laughs> that day. i'm over here like fucking speaking another language because <laughs> yeah. i actually and yeah. to be to be full serious with it because it was incredible um it was kind of I experienced what a friend of mine had told me a year before at least Riley she sort of said you know you were a protector and a guardian in a past life Mm. in some tribe and someone had harmed your family Mm. I experienced that whole thing during this breath work yeah well so I actually the first bit was me literally sending our tribe to kill another tribe for what they did and that was me speaking another language so whether that was ancient Aztec or whatever it was uh and then the next bit was me coming back to the tribe and seeing our uh, my wife and kids dead and then the other women and children and then the third part was this was probably the biggest part for me because i feel like a big part of me was healed this night was uh me seeing the chiefs sitting around the fire and they were sort of asking me like how could you let this happen you are our guardian you are our protector yeah and i was saying over and over again in my head but also out loud mm-hmm. so they could hear that was um i'm sorry forgive me i didn't see them mm. and i was repeating that and. Someone got uh, Shan to come over and whisper in my ear, uh, we love you, we forgive you, it's okay. Yeah. So there must have been some sort of deep-seated shame mm. around what had ever happened that night. Yeah. And that potentially had been carried through into my current life, right? Mm. This is where we speak about past lives and the fact that energy can't be created or destroyed it can only be transformed. Yeah. So if we believe, which, well, scientifically has been proven, that we are space, mm. we are energy atoms, Yeah. then potentially i was literally an aztec at some point right Mm. if you want to believe that which i do that's allowed me to tap into a spiritual aspect i would never have believed yeah and that's when that's when shit starts happening man yeah you start to not only connect more to say your your partner your friends like dane and i our our connections insane because we have surrendered to this belief that Mm. there's more to it right yeah and more success
0: yeah definitely
2: there's something if you want to go woo woo you become if, more successful
1: <laughs> if you want to be open to more things then more things are going to come to you yeah whether that's in business in life in any all of it why can't it be in business and life your business is an extension of your life yeah, yeah it has to be you know? yeah So yeah and yeah. It's <laughs> here's me holding my grandfather's hand having this beautiful spin and all I can hear is Travis screaming bloody murder I'm like <laughs> <laughs> what is going like? Because oh, you can hear everything, you know. Yeah. You know what's yeah. going on. I'm like, I didn't realize it was Travi. Then I'm like, what is who's being murdered? And I was yeah. like, wow, I've so. got a video
2: of it too. I'll show you after. Yeah, <laughs> that will be epic. Um, it was interesting, but again, you know, knowing that we can we can be both, we can swing that way into the what Toddie Jarrett would call is a red pill, mm. and we can come back the other side to business and everything with a blue pill and run a successful business that has. Great people behind it, it has success. It has its systems that work because mm. yep. that's how real impact happens. Yeah. And I think what what also something that I'm quite passionate about, and I've talked about in the last few podcasts. A lot of people run people down that want to make money. Yeah, how do you make impact without money? Mm. Yeah, how do so we success
1: make creates impact? It does. Right. Look at the look at the look at your Elon Musk. Look at yeah. Jordan Peterson. They're all making millions of dollars and having. Prof- on the world
0: well the money is a reflection of the impact you're making
1: that's it that's it and we're and it shows that we are on the right path because the company that we've created my wife and i mm. we uh turned over seven figures in eight months or just yeah. under eight months and that's because we're doing something right yeah and the amount of lives we have impacted is mm. second to none
0: so yeah that's a reflection of that too And like talking about like how energy is so consumed in the environment, like I was um, listening to a speech, like some dude was on stage on YouTube. His name's Nineteen Keys, and he was doing the speech about DNA and um, atoms and how they can spread up to twenty feet within a vicinity mm-hmm. so if you get a room full of people within 20 feet they're sharing dna they're mm-hmm. sharing atoms they're sharing hormones and can all balance out to become the same within a 20 feet radius yeah. and like that is just that goes on to another tangent of you you become your environment right yes like the good old saying whoever you hang around is who you become like you have five alcoholics you become the six five six successful people you become the six and just shows the power of actually getting yourself into rooms of people that are going to uplift you and grow you
1: again. That's you change tables, mm. yeah. So, one thing we pr- another thing we one of many things we preach yeah. you are not going to change unless you start changing who you're with and changing tables. You can go sit at your own table for a little while if you mm. like, just start that change,
2: yeah. Because one thing I truly believe is environment trumps will a lot of the time, mm. so you can want to change as much as you like, but and sometimes you can be around the wrong people and that environment will hold you back. Yeah. As much as you want to change and actually segueing a little bit into how that unconscious mind will work in that same way is that you may want to change the world. You may want to have all these incredible goals and do these things. Although you're this tiny little ant that's heading north who's walking on the back of an elephant that's heading south. Your unconscious is the elephant. Mm. elephant, Our unconscious is like 98% of what we do. Yeah. If you don't train it to want to go north as well, mm. it's going to head the other way and stop you from achieving. So i the biggest thing I see with a lot of my clients especially and myself, they can't make money because yeah. they don't believe they're worth it. Mm. So they find ways to spend it. They find ways to sabotage themselves. Um, self-worth can come into relationships. They'll sabotage the relationship because they don't believe they're worthy of a good woman or a good man. Mm. So that self-worth will actually then extend itself into your external world in your relationship mm, that's so a f- think about that mm, right yeah how that shadow can play out and actually fuck you up and fuck your life up if you don't actually face it mm. and shine some light on it
0: that's a powerful thing to touch on because as humans when we reach our potential in life we unconsciously implement self sabotaging and behaviors to then get us back in the comfort zone because we're unconsciously scared to actually achieve that and attain yeah. that
2: afraid of success man remember, yeah. you remember that that's quote from coach bit, carter yeah. Yeah, you know it's not when we're not afraid of failure. We're, f- we're afraid of success, and I was—I was actually my biggest fear was success. Yeah, because what would that mean? Mm. That would mean in my my unconscious programming, it meant that I lose my the people I love. Mm. That wasn't true, but that came from a moment when I was seventeen when I chose to turn down the Broncos contract, and yeah. I learned that through the coaching that we do. Yeah, you know my mate Lockie Mitchell—he did that to me. Mm. He asked me during the podcast. He's like. Where did this, where did this belief come from? And it just, I'm just going to, to reframe
1: me. you. There, he didn't
2: do it to you. He Sorry, yes, I gave yeah. you a tool, and you did it for yourself. Ask the question, right? And I realized it myself, which is where yeah. the power is. And Dane's spot on. That's because we want to have people have their own realizations, so they know that they they are all they need. Mm. They are powerful enough to have these transformations. We're not fixing anyone. No one's broken. No, we're not definitely not. That's we're not, not here not. to save yeah. anyone. We're just giving them the, the tools and the we're questions. We're here to help them help. Them.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that was a beautiful example right there but like hey Trav as a reminder like no That's and things and like that, that.
2: that would be a form of pulling each other up right yeah. it doesn't have to be a negative thing but no
1: because no, it's positive. it comes from love yeah, yeah exactly I know, I know mm. that he did that work he continues to yeah. do that work so mm. anything and I've said to a few guys because I have some friends from mm. my past that are coming on to our next retreat yeah and I said to him I said I'm gonna I said, gonna, I said this is gonna be like full on for you I'm gonna be <laughs> Pushing up on your boundaries because I know your past and I know what you're like, so I know where to push. Mm. You're probably not going to like me for a a good couple of hours. Yeah. And though, you know it's coming from my heart, Mm. my sacral center.
2: Yeah. Um, Would you say one of the biggest things that men suffer with is insecurities and ego? So when you do something like that, I'm like, yeah, cool. Whereas another man might be like, don't tell me what to do. Mm. Fucking know what I'm doing. Yeah. And they get that instant little reactive, like, Oh, I'm an idiot, so I'm going to defend myself. Yeah. I used to have that too because I had people in my past, like coaches and other people that were above me, that I might do something that was deemed stupid on the work site. I'm just learning. Yeah. Oh, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? And then I just hear that play out, play out, play out. Yeah. In the past. And now it's like, oh, well, if I fuck up, cool, I learn. I get better. Yeah. And that would be one of the biggest tools for – this is what a lot of men learn at a retreat. Mm -hmm. But actually –
1: they do come in pretty nervous and not knowing what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. we've, <laughs> got a, we've got a, I'm not, I can't say it here because it's a, yeah, really great tool. But we have a fantastic icebreaker mm. that really shocks them. And then yeah. once that happens, they are just like, oh, mm.
0: Mm. So, yeah. And that, but the good thing about Dave, they're going and start nervous, and then they see the results they get instantly by that. Yep. They end realise that when I get uncomfortable, I'm going to grow. And having that mindset is beautiful. Like eight two minutes in. Yeah. their
1: mindset changes. <laughs> yeah. with this yeah. one question. Yeah.
0: Yep. Cause I know a lot of men, as soon as they feel uncomfortable, they can go back into their shell on how yep. they what makes them feel comfortable or they can project their insecurities or they can put on the mask, whatever it is. Instead of realizing like this is an opportunity for growth yep. and having that realization for an actual experience is key. Well,
2: what's cool is asking the questions too and um, challenging men also online. So mm. I, I posted that video on TikTok. TikTok's a very interesting space sometimes yeah, right. when you yeah. ask some interesting questions and it was about the addiction stuff, right? And I had this kickback of, yeah, but who do we go to to talk to? Like, we're told that, you know, if we speak, we're going to look vulnerable and we're going to look weak and this, this and this. And it's just these multiple stigmas that keep popping up, yeah. right? Mm, that who, we've who been conditioned. around, who you're listening to. Yeah, yeah. And it just, I thought, well, this is great that this has happened because then we can educate. Um, but it's nice to know also... This must be a general understanding that this is what happens if we speak up, Mm. which isn't true. Yeah, you know, like I've found the strongest men in my life, including myself, are the ones that get vulnerable often.
0: Me personally, I felt my strongest when I was vulnerable. Yeah, able to finally speak my truth. Yeah,
1: fucking amen. My the strongest, uh, yeah, Yeah. strongest I've ever felt is right now actually, because I only judge myself on today. Yeah, and though in the past, my introduction to men's work the release I had, mm. I've never felt fucking better. And that yeah. was in our first first course that we did together.
2: That was the raw? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Just that primal raw. I'd never done that. It was just to get in touch with my inner masculine because yeah. I'd lost that. It was my choice to lose it. And though over my life, I'd lost touch with it. So I was sitting in my light mass or even my light femme. Yeah. And a lot of my life, I've been around a lot of, my life's been, I've had a lot of dominant female figures in my life that have sat in their mass. Mm. So getting in touch with that just created this whole new level of fucking
0: me. Yeah, and that reminds Um, me of that Jordan and quote. I'm paraphrasing this, no one quote me, but it goes (laughs) along the lines of um, don't suppress the beast." Um, let the beast come up and learn how to control it. Yep. And I feel like once I did that in my life, I was my most confident I've ever yeah. been. Because I, I was at a point where I had the beast within me and it would lash out when back in my addiction days. Then I had a moment where I became sober and tried to hide it and I was depressed and I felt weak and I just didn't feel like I belonged in the world basically. But then once I realized to bring the beast back and learn how to control it, I then learned how I could be the best version of myself. Because you're an
1: integrated human.
0: Now, yeah? yeah. Very 100%. much so.
2: And it's funny, as you were telling that story, I didn't even realize, but... Same thing happened for me was when I did the Raw at our event. Yep. The event you came to. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a laughs> ripple effect. And yeah. like knowing that that one Raw into that other man's face, knowing what it has done for me in the last 12, that's 12 mm. months, bro. Yeah. Look at what, it, and from potentially that was the, like obviously I've done a lot more work from years before that, but it was that moment that just went bang. So knowing that this is part of what we do as well, mm. why wouldn't you come to something like, yeah why wouldn't you do this sort of yeah. work like it's I've now got the best relationship I've ever had with self which created this beautiful life around me inclu- including a beautiful woman yeah right and a, an integrated woman not someone that's filling a wound that I was trying to fill from mm. the past mm. of this feeling of like I want to feel validated so I'm going to find a woman that does this this and this mm. it just came from I love myself so I need to find someone who also loves himself yeah mm we just elevate each other
0: that's also just a reflection of you as well and the yeah. work you yeah. put yeah. into yourself exactly yeah. and that's yeah. what happens
2: when you do this work man it's like
1: perception is projection yeah and
2: imagine if you did some work over three days or an eight-week group container where you can then have the woman of your dreams the person that you love by looking in the mirror the job of your dreams like yeah. it makes sense yeah. that we go towards this stuff like there's men in this room that have done these things yeah. Look at the lives we live.
0: Yeah, and this, it's so key to own it as well because then you can show that it is possible. Mm. Like me with myself, I've been with my partner for nearly three years won one argument and i used to be afraid <laughs> to say that to people like we've only ever been like that was when we first started dating as well and i used to be afraid to say that to people because i think i was lying or whatever it may be i'm like no i should actually project that and tell people that it is possible to have a partner that you don't argue with and clash yeah, with you and you conversations. can conversations exactly right and it is possible yep. so i think being able to own that side of yourself that does grow and step into these new ages of you yep. it's important to showcase for other men and
1: I think another t- aspect we need to look at too is generational trauma. Yeah, definitely. A yeah. huge thing for me in starting my self development, mm. uh, whenever I did way way back when, was seeing my eldest son mm. start to take on my traits. Yeah, and I mean, as a parent, you can always that old saying: "Do as I say, not as I do." Mm. And that it just that you can't do that because. Yeah. What they see is what they do. So yeah, you are their reflection. They are, and you do pass on your traumas. It's it's a fact. <coughs> so mm. seeing my son start take on my anxieties, not liking himself, just that insecure mm. person, I'm like, okay, mm. I've got to do something for myself to show him mm. that this isn't this isn't
0: right. So. Yeah, and that's that's a great thing to touch on for the parents that are listening to this because I, I work as a youth worker and I see. Um, parents of the kids at work who just blame the kids and yell and go off at the kids yep. that they have but then it's like well they may be a reflection of you yeah. but there's no accountability there. So no, that's yeah. such They're a key a thing hundred to touch percent
1: on. 100% reflection of them and don't blame your fucking kids for yeah. anything you chose to have <coughs> mm. and that old, old thing that the cause and effect don't be in the effect of your children. Yeah. Like the Best example and I use this all the time is you say you want to get up and work out at 5am every morning kids don't let you get much sleep Yeah, no. happens mm. shit happens whatever We then we don't get up we mm. a little resentful against our kids because mm. our kids they didn't sleep they didn't choose for you to stay in bed they didn't yeah. choose for you not to get up you made the choice to stay in bed mm. you made that choice that choice yeah so you can choose yes you're going to be a little tired for the day and no just get the
2: fuck up yeah <laughs> I like that yeah and, it, and it, you can see that now that you've done the work how much that's transmuted into the kids as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, Mads is like a different kid, like you said. You know, just come out of his shell. And knowing that, imagine that if you could change the, the people's lives around you by changing you.
3: Mm,
1: you'd exactly. Change, like, you'd change your fucking family's lineage. Yeah. The Whole like, yeah. why... During an ECT process that this big man did on me when we were in our training, mm. I had done emotional sadness a few times before. Yeah. And we sat there, got into our bodies... And he, uh, he asked the you que- asked the question to the unconscious mind and mm. I was a hundred percent certain that nothing would come up for sadness because I thought i cleared it cleared it all. Mm. Forgetting that everything's energy, we're all con- our higher selves are all connected to each other. Yeah. I he asked me the question Would you like to release this emotion today? And for all I would have put a million dollars on it that I was gonna say no. And I yeah. said yes, I'm like this is interesting mm. and because we are connected to our unconscious fairly well I can drop into my unconscious pretty quickly yeah so before he even started I dropped into my dad mm. at his dad's funeral and I just started crying straight away and I just felt that yeah. emotion so not only had he been hanging on to this sadness his entire life I was holding it too mm. unknowingly and yeah, was able yeah. to clear that for myself and for him that day so everything is passed on yeah and i
0: was reading um, this study as well so within our dna like trauma and um, whatever it may be not trauma, let's just say memories memories from our ancestors can go back 10 generations within our dna yep. and that's coded within us so if you ever feel anxious for no reason it might be because of that yep. but that doesn't mean you can't shift and grow that as well so i've we had
1: clients that have gone back five and six generations
2: yeah. doing these processes. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's moments where you've had, I had someone go back to when they were a woman in a village that was being tortured because she said something about religion and so mm. that actually came to a point where she felt like she could never speak up. Mm. She was a very quiet lady, very, you know, would do anything anyone said. Mm. Based off a moment that had happened generations ago, yeah. lives ago, right? And this is like, I'm sure there's people listening like, oh, what are you talking about? This We've lived this. Yeah. I've yeah. done it. I've gone through it and that's why it's integrated. We say integrated a lot because we put ourselves through shit before we will then work with it with others.
0: And we continue to put ourselves through shit to yeah. continue the growth yeah, as well. We're
1: yeah, always coaching. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I've, I've got a mentor at the moment. Mm. I'm, I will continue to have mentors yeah. for, yep. for as long as I go. My wife, like, and I'm going to talk money here. Mm. We am with... I can because this is what we've created and what we're yeah. able to do for ourselves because of this work. Mm. So we talking with my accountant today, we've spent 170000 dollars this year on personal
0: development. Yeah, that's great.
1: That's paid us back mm. tenfold. tenfold. Yeah. Mm. We've been able to create this. That not only has it paid us back tenfold, we've had over hundred and fifty clients mm. that we've changed lives their lives yeah. for. So just it it works.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's priceless. The yeah. money you put on yourself as well. Yep. Like it's just it's one of the best things I ever did because when I first started getting into investing in the coaches and mentors, I had a scarcity mindset like just gonna run away with the money. But then <laughs> once I've realized like with different coaches and mentors and do different things to unlock different sides to me. Because I know me as well with the work I do, even though I may feel like I'm at a good level, at a great level there's still things unconsciously that might be coming up, but yeah. I don't know until I put myself in those situations yep. to understand what's going on. Get into on. that uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Get, get uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's,
2: it's the best thing, man. And that's how you grow, constant yeah. growth. Um, I, I'm the same, very much having that coaching aspect there because say something comes up, and the thing I always go back to that analogy of when you're the football player on the field, you can see the players in front of you. Mm. So you might be able to say two or three people, but your coach sees everything. Yeah. So when you come off the field, you say, how'd I go? And they're like, well, mate, you might have said this. How do you feel you went here? And then you've got someone holding you accountable too. Yeah, yep. That's where the changes happen, the, the accountability factor. And I actually see, bro, so I see a shift in someone when they put money in my account because mm. they're investing in themselves for the first time ever.
1: That's and I, it. I, and my wife would be one of the best female, one of the best life coaches, business Easy. coaches in, in
2: Australia. Easy.
1: Mm. And I've got her keeping me accountable <laughs> every fucking <laughs> yeah. day yeah
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. oh dude I've seen so my girlfriend I only just met Dan and Nadine in the last like few weeks or so yeah now like we're obviously all good mates and stuff and literally bro since she's met Nadine she's mm. like okay I see what she's doing obviously watching what I'm doing yeah she now wants to go from teaching to get into coaching yeah well and she's amazing. a musician so she wants to do like sound healing and mm. hand pan and that sort of thing and yeah. the, the idea she's come up with in such a short time is beautiful and she's going against everything she was taught Yep. By her family, very, this is, there's a thing we call values levels. Yeah. She's very much in this system. It's like schools, universities, police, government, hmm. that would be systems. Yep. So she's very much, there's a lot of people that are in that. They believe that full-time work is the only way to live. Yeah. They just don't know anything else. And when I asked the question the other day to her friend, I was like, oh, you don't want to do your job anymore. What else can you do? Like me thinking, oh, anything. She's mm-hmm. like, what else is there? I thought, Fucking anything, yeah. Literally anything yeah. you could think of, you and can do.
1: Like fuck, we, if nothing changes, nothing changes.
2: Literally, literally,
1: and like fucking don't complain mm. about a job that you're in that you're not willing to fucking leave.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> see, oh, that's a job. choice. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent,
1: it is. You cannot. You don't have to be there. Yeah, there's good thing about it. The great thing about the human spirit is they will do anything to provide for themselves for their family so mm. leave your job nothing will put you on un- under the board the, the pressure cooker yeah. than need
2: mm. burn the boats yep.
0: the yeah yeah boat. in that time too you realize like how much energy you've actually got to kick on to do something you really want to do yep. like if you've got enough energy to fucking sit around do something you don't enjoy and show up every day imagine how much energy you'll, you'll have by showing up for something you love to do instead and Talk. talk oh, yeah.
1: Speaking on that, I, I was I had my own building company before I yeah. changed into doing what I was doing, and hated it.
3: Mm.
1: Thought I was going to play footy when I left school, and car, just had to have a job. So yeah. hated it. Had our second son, traumatic birth. I was working as a project manager for a massive company. Mm. Lots of stress. Lots of this. Lots of that. All my energy was always into this work because that's what I thought mm. I had to do for my family. Yeah. When in fact was tearing me apart tearing my family apart mm. until my wife said quit mm. everything changed
0: do you feel like that was like a permission uh, for yourself or was that more of just like you had the trust of your partner to do so
1: it was more the trust yeah, yeah. Support yeah. a big it was one both, like I'm, both. yeah it was permission piece because she ran the roost like i was in my feminine energy and i just i, I needed that i needed the permission mm. to okay. go okay it's okay for me not to do this because she can yeah. see what it was. She saw what I was doing to me, mm. and as soon as I stopped and put my energy into something that I wanted, I had all these opportunities come up. Yeah, like, like within days.
0: Yeah, and I love to stay on this for a second because a lot of men get into that routine and they're stuck in that routine because they feel like they they can't leave or they're stuck and they have to stick and do that every single day because they've got the pressures of the kids or the family or the wife wherever it may be so they just stay quiet and just trying to hustle it out but they burn themselves down while they're doing it.
1: It's that old societal belief that men, and yes, men are the providers, men are the protectors Mm. and though you can do that in so many different ways. You don't need to go do FIFO for fucking 10 (laughs) years and be away from your family because yes, you are providing for your family and providing and protecting. Mm. It, that is what's killing you and tearing your family apart. Yeah, so the thing that you think is right is actually the worst thing for
2: you. Yeah. And you'd be surprised by how quickly you can do it. Like, you watch my journey, bro. Yeah. Like, I I struggled to get here. Yeah. I just quit my job, went all in. I fucking was selling shit on eBay for mm. months on end. there was weeks where I thought I couldn't afford rent. And I was lucky enough to have a beautiful partner at the time that supported me in some some aspects. And... There might be men that hear that and be like, oh, you weak fuck, Like, how could you let your woman? They're like, no. Mm. I was on a mission. Yeah. She saw that, she trusted me, and I made it fucking happen. Look where yeah. I'm at, right? It's only two years. Mm. Two years of hustle. Yeah.
1: Being that integrated man, that heart-led man, being in your divine masculine, you will know and you'll be so comfortable within yourself mm. that being a protector and a provider is protecting your family with love mm. providing them with security, not money or anything like this. Yes, yeah. that's a part of it. And though... Love. yeah
0: connection yeah yeah because that's society's misconception of what masculinity is yeah it's destroying story. men
1: yeah
3: mm.
2: yeah yeah and it's in once they start to understand something which we talk a lot about is the masculine and the feminine and what you can polarize your partner you know mm. they they think why why is this change why is our relationship and when different? we
1: and when we're just touching on the feminine energies mm. doesn't mean you're a girl yeah doesn't mean because every one of us every single one male and female have masculine and feminine energies mm. in them
0: yeah, like I, I create my best work when I'm in my feminine. Yeah, that yeah. That's it's the creative, creative. Yeah. 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 yeah, Exactly. And Definitely. the masculine energy is the doing. And that's the beauty of being able to understand and tap into both sides instead of being too afraid and trapped in your masculine to a point where you're yourself out. Yep. It's like understand yourself that there's a balance of the yin and yang in life. And you need yes. to understand yourself more.
2: Which I would say you're quite yeah. integrated, bro. That's why you guys work so well, you and Rhi. Like yeah. I know that you have that integration of the masculine and the feminine which you can sort of go... The four circles or four cylinders, or whatever it might be, and knowing that that is possible, mm. okay, and that's when needed, you can tap into it. Yeah, you know, we tap into our masculine in some aspects of the retreat because we need to push the men. Mm. Yeah, we need to be aggressive.
1: My wife has has been in her masculine energy for most of her life. Mm. There's nothing more comforting now for her, <laughs> for me. Yeah. Being in my divine masculine, she's
2: soft, softened so much,
1: man. Yeah, yeah. And it's, she's just—it's just so relaxing for
0: her. Well, that's like the opposite to what you were before. It gives her permission to yep. step into yes. that. Yeah,
1: hundred yeah. yeah, percent. Mm. Took her a little adjusting and getting <laughs> used to it <laughs> because it is a different energy. And travel, like I, I know that I the fucking energy that mm. I give off now. Yeah, and like it's different, and I know. <laughs> Dragon and G This is going to move I've got all that in me Yeah And I know how to Fucking tap into that now To mm. create that impact
0: mm. Yeah That's That's why I love This work Because Once I did eye gaze And and before I ever did eye gaze and I didn't understand what it was, I didn't know the purpose of it. I was like, I'm going to stare at some stranger's eye for 10 minutes straight. And I was confused. It's and like, it? It's the best thing ever. Like the yeah. first 30 seconds I laughed, but I realized that was my ego. Yeah. And the dude yeah. who was standing there like yelled at me, he's like, stop laughing, that's your ego. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. And then like three minutes into the 10 minutes of staring into his eye, I remember I saw his whole face form different. And I just went like tunnel vision straight into his eye. 10 minutes later, we got out of it. And I said to him, I was like, man, I saw this, this, this within you. And he goes, this is exactly what I'm struggling with. I was Mm -hmm. like, whoa, just from staring into his eye. I I was like, what did you see staring into my eye? He goes, I saw a coffin. I was like, whoa. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. (laughs) And for like a whole week, I was just like stunned at a coffin. Like, does that mean like something bad's going to happen? And then I went to a breath work session. And after I went to a Tibetan sound bowl and I spoke with the lady that was running the there. And she said, that's a rebirth. She said, that's your old life getting buried. Now you begin your new life. Yeah. And I was just okay. like, from there on, I just like, that brought a big spring in my boot. Yeah. And ever since then, it's just been upwards journeys. But I want to touch on that just to show men, if you do do things that you haven't done before, that are uncomfortable and you put in to work and do it, you can see so many shifts happen. It's oh, got to trust so, the process. So quickly. Yeah, quickly.
2: Bro, that same thing, that's something we do, where there's a, a bloke that was struggling to have affection in his relationship. Mm. So I sat in front of him.
0: Oh,
1: look, he's he's a kinesthetic. Kinesthetic is your feeling, your yeah. love. Um, and we had uneven numbers and I just had, I knew that we were going to do this process and I'm like, Trav, you are got to go with him. Yeah. Because I know the love that he has in his heart is mm-hmm. fucking enormous. I said there yeah. I said, you give every bit of love you have to him. Yeah. And... It, and it was this guy's... Chris is his name and it was his mm. favourite process the whole week.
3: It? Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, it yeah. changed him forever, man. Like, he just... Because I don't think he'd ever had that connection with a man as well. Mm. And we were just gassing him up all weekend because he's a legend, man. like yeah. he's, You could tell he's quite lonely, though. Mm. Probably didn't have a lot of mates. And um, we played this game of walking basketball <laughs> <laughs> that turned into a pretty brutal game of, like, throwing <laughs> each other around and yeah, shit. But he was unreal, man. He yeah. was a great athlete. Like, he's he must have been, like, a master cricketer or something. Yeah. But... And for him, we like he was captain and everything. He was gunned the whole game, and that in itself—imagine mm. the confidence that gave him to go home and lead his business. Yeah, right. right? Like that's the sort of shit you tap. We played a kids' and game. Yeah, yeah,
1: one of his wife's a client of my, my wife's, and mm. they've just grown leaps and bounds. Yeah, and with their connection with the, with each other now as well, which mm. is. Fun.
0: Well, they helped him, like, take just leadership of his life in general, like, every Everything, aspect, yeah. just being taken in charge. I'm like, look, life is my responsibility. That's, to me, what I do here. Yeah. That's it, literally,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, and also, before I get into the question side of things, I wanted to touch on one thing that I heard you say on Travis' podcast, and it made me think of it from a different perspective in a good way, but I was like, it's so true. And it was your take on the word stigma yes. and talking about <laughs> the um, <laughs> negative um, words that we use in society. Yep. I've worked in the mental health space for over four years for different programs, and stigma is a very common word, and I never thought anything of it. And when I listened to that podcast, I heard you say it. I was like, he's right. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) the word stigma then kind of put you back in that box and be like, look, there is a stigma it's negative. We're
1: getting getting it out of the box. Boxes are confining, boxes limit everyone. So Mm. there's so many outlets Mm. like you and your podcast, these men's groups. Mm. It's all social media is fucking huge. Yeah. There is no stigma around it anymore. Mm. And I said, the longer we use this word stigma, the longer men and women, women are doing a much better job of it than what we are, Mm. um, that they'll have that insecurity. Like, oh, oh," like celebrate. Like, we fucking celebrate any Mm. man, anyone that I get on a phone call with that ends up coming on into one aspect of our coaching, retreats, one on one or group we celebrate them like fuck yes in our in our team group chat we put it in so and so is just doing this it goes fucking nuts Yeah. 20 minutes and i screenshot it and send it to them and go yeah. this is the p- we are so happy for you because we know you've just changed your life mm. so that's and the fact that and generally i get i get oh, i'm fucking crying i'm so happy like mm. that back because they've never had that support
0: yeah so yeah, yeah it's so true because even like the word stigma, like people can somewhat hide behind that to a reason why they don't want to open up and yep. step into that as Negative well. Negative connotation to it. It's fucking horrible. There's yeah. so many
2: labels with everything, man. And that's, that's exactly right. As soon as that word's brought up, it, that can then trigger that unconscious program of being like, oh shit, wait, that's here now. I can't talk. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's rewording things in a positive way.
0: Yeah. And that was good that you touched on labels then because I actually got one question about <laughs> labels because um, all the listeners at home, I put up a QA and a on my um, Instagram story. Because I wanted just to be able to ask some questions from the public, whereas free men can talk about in the safe space for the listeners. And one of them was, what's the best advice or any advice you have in removing labels that people put on you?
2: Know yourself to the point that none of that shit matters. So Mm. I've built myself up to the degree that I have. People still talk shit about me of what I do, right? Mm. But I know when I look in the mirror, what I say matters. Yeah. So from someone I don't even know, okay, I'll, I'll. oh, listen, I'm not a person that's not going to take on advice and, you know, hey, maybe you can word it this. I'm going to take on things that I'm like, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. But when you know yourself and you love yourself, yeah, none of that matters as long as it's negative, obviously.
1: What what does that label mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. What does it mean to you and why does it affect you?
0: Why are you so attached to it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And also, I can't just say that and not say how to do that. So to find yourself and to find self-love, Get a good coach like us, or, <laughs> or you could just do some journaling. Yeah, look yourself in the mirror and say those affirmations. It's mm. it can be that simple. Obviously, there's a lot more you can do. Mm. Breath work, go inside. You know, go internal, tap into your heart. Because I've learned that a lot of people dissociate, and what dissociation is when you have some sort of trauma or something, some sort of pain, you start to overthink because you mm. go back up into your brain. You don't want to feel, so you get away from your heart. So dropping people into their heart with basic breath work and that sort of thing, Mm. that's when you can tap into yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. In your body, just being in your body. Just being in your body, yeah.
1: Yeah, becoming present. Yep.
2: Yep.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's great. Um, How can I stay motivated? This is a question I got and I've got a couple of hot takes about motivation because I know motivation comes from you have to be disciplined in something and then you get the motivation from the success or achievement you get from doing what you did. And then that's for me myself, like... 90% 90% of the time, I'll be honest, I don't want to go to the gym. I still go to the gym because That's I know right. once I finish the gym, I'm motivated to do yep. more things. But wow. you do have to implement the discipline first yes. sometimes to yep. get the motivation.
1: Exactly right. So motivation is fantastic. Mm. Motivation only, will only last so long. Yeah. Don't be motivated by others. Yeah. Mm. Be inspired by others. Mm. Not motivated. Motivate yourself and, yeah, discipline. Mm. Discipline yeah. is key because the mornings – days that you're not motivated it's your mm. discipline that more and that just comes with consistency too mm. you're gonna the more consistent you are the more disciplined you are you'll just you won't want to miss that out So yeah
2: it becomes a habit right yeah it's just something in your life that is like breathing it's yep. like oh I go to the gym because that's what I do yeah
1: you c- just don't rely on motivation
2: yeah um, one yeah. thing you can do is what I do personally is that it's kind of like for me mindset wise this my pre-workout is an inspiring YouTube video mm. So if I'm struggling, I'll actually watch something that really inspires me Mm. to get me to start the thing, Mm. but I don't rely on it to make me finish the thing. Yeah. Because by having the discipline, that will make you continue, but also having the goal, knowing the end. Mm. Like for me, dude, I I could have given up many times trying to get to this point. Yeah. Imagine how shit I would have felt when I'm on this path. People are talking shit about me saying, this isn't ever going to work, why are you doing this? Mm. What do you even do these days? Why don't you get a normal job? Blah, blah, blah. All I could see at the end of it, what I wrote down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like labels galore. And I wrote down in a book, my first um, coaching program I did, which was Thinking Into Results with Bob Proctor, with Viv. Yeah. Uh, I I just found the book the other day. Hmm. What I wrote in there was, I want to be able to do anything, anytime I want, with lots of money, with the people I love. And just saying that gets me emotional because I did that this morning. Like, mm. I was able to, um, like, pay for everyone's breakfast. I never could do that. Mm. And I should have ordered more. Yeah, you pricked. <laughs> <laughs> Um But it just, dude, shit like that is why I did this. I wanted to be able to just buy people lunch, you know, like myself. Um, people I love.
1: Actually, there's been a few times where we've taken the team out for dinner and stuff like that and it, and when you got 15 people, the bill gets decent. Yeah. <laughs> He's asked me twice, how's that feel to do that? Mm. And it feels great. Mm. So I'm going to ask you the question again now. I'm going to ask you, how'd that feel?
2: Dude, it just, what it did, it solidified what I've become. Mm. Me being able to buy breakfast for who I see some really good friends who are super successful I put myself in that circle now. Yeah. I'm not just going to rely on them to buy it for me just because they make more money. Mm. I may not make as much money, but I also have the belief that I will one day. Mm. And it's a competitive nature and knowing that the people I love around me are the ones I strive to be. So that's why I get at this table where people that push me, yeah. That's why I change.
1: Mm. That's the, I actually pulled Trav up on something that he said to me a while back. And that was Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity and doing this for me. And I'm so mate, I didn't do anything for you. Yeah, you did it yourself. Mm. Put yourself in this position for me to ask you to be a part of this. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. It was all you.
2: Yeah, and that was cool. That was a really cool realization. And I think that's the power of words, right? Yeah. Imagine one little thing that you get told. Mm. It just sits with you, and you're like, yeah. And you know, we we shift through different energies on why we do things. Right now, I'm actually in a space of chip on my shoulder sort of vibe. Yeah. So I'm kind of like in a space of, you've probably had this before, you reach out to guests and be like, hey man, I've, I do this podcast, and just yeah. wondering, you get left on red or something. Yeah. Like, well, fuck you. You know, yeah. like, who do you think you are? Because I know mm. that no matter how big I get, mm. I will always talk to everyone. Yeah. And it, it also could be they just haven't seen it, right? Yeah. Or they just were too busy. Yeah. There is that perception, but I choose right now to use this anger mm. in a way of passion. Yeah. So I was to become more and become better mm. for bigger impact. And I, I'm not sitting there hating that person by any means. Like I, they could genuinely just be busy. Mm. although
1: He's just using it for fuel. So yeah. Fuel for That's the flames it's right it's now. It's great. Yeah. Energy is energy. Energy doesn't yeah. know if it's good or bad. It's just, it's just how it's perceived. But mm. yep. so you can use that angry energy that you say is angry. Mm. For something really good. The it thing. in a
2: controlled environment yeah. sort of
1: thing. Well,
0: Anger is not a negative emotion. That's what you do with it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: spot on. And the only true emotion
0: is love everything comes from love anyway yeah i'm glad you touched on that because i'm the same like i love having like that competition or that little chip on my shoulder because it's like pressing nos and fast and furious like i feel like paul walker flying it's it's a driver it's a a motivator and also with motivation too touching on what you said you can also reflect on memories of like you now when you said that i was able to pay for everyone that could be a motivation. And be like, cool. I got to get up and do this again today. I got to do this Hundred yeah, well.
1: percent. Use your future self mm. as your motivation. Go. Who do I want to be? And we say this to clients: write a list down of who you want to be in six months, mm. and then be that list. Yeah, that's your motivation right there.
3: Mm.
2: Also, that if you want to translate this for anyone listening who's a coach or online business brand podcast whatever, use that and use that as the energy that you use to draw in listeners clients mm. money do your best not to come from lack the more you push the more you push it away you want to be drawing the energy in mm. pulling it in so what i've started doing now is probably the less i do the more i get yeah because i'm doing it with intention yeah we talked start. about this this morning right <laughs> it's everything's with intention i actually game for two hours with intention
0: yeah you're not just busy to feel like you're busy yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Like that's
2: we, we work hard but not to the point where you hear like Gary Vee and that saying you gotta fucking grind for 18 hours and do this and this like yeah there's an aspect of that in, in the start and whatever I don't truly believe for me personally the more I literally just do nothing sometimes I, I get clients yeah just reaching out it's yeah. the energy that you put out there
1: my um, my sacral chakra is where I most of my energy comes from mm. I mean, there's energy everywhere but the, where my
0: core of it
3: yeah. is my
1: energy and it's with love too mm. yep. so any energy that comes from there or decisions from there mm. from that energy always work out where yeah. if i do things from my head or somewhere else mm. it's not it's not aligned with who i am so if it, it's a feeling too mm. so it's like like i mean you know social media is such a powerful tool yeah and Ooh, yeah. you know the time and effort that goes into doing Mm. that yeah and i was and my wife's the same she's got a fantastic uh, engaged audience Mm. and we were i was posting on especially on on the warriors you'd know you'd see that there's not as many now Mm. where i was trying to post every day and and it is you need content out there for people to see and though it was coming from here yeah that's not my Mm. my Mm. my area i'm like i'm posting because i have to i have to do this yeah Uh, posting with feeling and love mm, and the purpose. last couple have and the, the engagement it comes over it comes across in that
0: too. Yeah. So, yeah is there a process you take yourself through to get out of your head and into your heart
1: uh no it's a feeling
0: it's a feeling yeah, yeah. and just yeah. trusting that feeling yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely
1: and, and, that, and that comes with doing the work on yourself as well so yeah, that's trusting that intuition your own intuition and that takes a lot of work yeah but oh, well when you that's tap why into it, man I, that's why I've taken on the mentor. I've, I've mm. taken on a spiritual mentor now. Yeah. Uh, to open up my intuition. Because mm. I know that I have a gift there. Yeah. Everyone has intuition. It just depends on how you can use it. And mm. I know that there's a gift there for myself. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm just learning learning how to tap into that. More.
0: Yeah. That's so good. How about yourself, Trav?
2: Dropping into the heart. Yeah. For me, bro, everything I do is with my heart. It's mm. actually hard for me to get into my head yeah (laughs) you know like i'm very it's something we called ad so it's like doing the you know sitting on a computer and typing away doing documents all that sort of stuff i struggle with that Mm. because everything i do is from the heart Mm. so um you know for me i just feel like i'm always connected you know it's like asking the hulk he can
1: get too feely yeah yeah, literally like pull it back bro yeah Yeah. Yeah.
2: it's knowing that you need to tap in sometimes i get to tap into that other space so Mm. it's like asking the hulk how, how does he do what he do like how would how does he do what he does and transform? It's like my secret is I'm always angry. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm always coming from the heart. And yeah. every,
1: everyone has four major rep systems: auditory, which is sound; audio, auditory digital, which is in your head; yeah. kinesthetic, which is love; and visual, which is visual. And mm. everyone has them. It's just everyone has a dominant. Like, yeah. Big trabs is kinesthetic.
2: Which it's actually shifted quite a bit. So yeah. I've actually gone. I was all kinesthetic and now I'm very visual and kinesthetic. Yeah. Just two really great um, rep right. systems to work in because visual, we get shit done. Mm. Um, it's quick decisions. It's none yeah. of this. And we speak a little bit faster too. Um, just to get your point across, right? Yeah. You know, so, yeah, bro. Ever since I've, knowing that you can shift your rep systems, you can shift your values levels. Um,
1: just learn that flexibility of behavior. Yeah. Mm. And, that, and that comes with time and
2: work. Yeah. It's all possible, yeah, man. Your
1: visual and kinesthetic are the two yeah. great rep systems to have closely, which I don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't
2: know. <laughs> I think you're getting there pretty quickly, man. Like well, it's, kinesthetic's definitely a lot better now. Yeah, yeah, which is the intuition. Like when you tap into your heart, again, we go down the woo-woo path. I've got to stop saying that. So we are spiritual path right now where tapping into your heart, that is your higher self. Yeah. So when you want to start having these visions and realizations and intuitive whatever for example some things that i've said to my clients Mm. just or so i realized that during my podcast i'm actually tapping into higher consciousness yeah i'm channeling i'm barely ever thinking because i can barely ever remember what i fucking said Mm. so which is not a bad thing although one day with a client i just met her and i go what was it that happened when you were 13 and she completed her unconscious mind had repressed it to, Mm. to keep her safe yeah it was, she just started bawling she's like oh my god i forgot i actually saw my best friend die riding on his bike yeah the truck hit him right i didn't know that yeah something just told me to ask her that mm. so this is where the power is and what we do especially within our crew there's just this different level of intuition yep. yeah. yeah that's the beauty of and the power of what we do is that knowing that yes we have these tools that are very npc world mm-hmm. in the matrix yeah but we work very much outside that too mm-hmm. it's that combination of the two yeah,
1: yeah. It's, in, it's integrated yeah the best way i put it 100 so. yeah. we have so many different modalities that we use within our coaching realm.
3: Mm-hmm. So, yeah yep.
0: yeah one big takeaway for the listeners on this as well is just trust and commit to yourself yeah yeah, yeah.
2: everything's 100%. self right it's like
1: everything comes back to
2: self self-love self-confidence all those things because if you again if you love yourself that is what your world will become.
0: Yeah, and like even me, the reason I put so much work into myself is not to be just the best partner, it's to be the best version of me because the yeah. best version of me will be the best partner. Yes. Yeah. So it's always come back yeah. to self.
1: I say, I say <laughs> that to everyone as well. Uh, mm. Doing the work on yourself, yeah. be selfish, choose you. Mm. Choosing you, you're really choosing your family anyway because yeah. that is the best version of you which makes you the best family man, husband,
0: wife. Yeah. yeah. Well, the most selfless thing you can do is be selfish, so yeah. Yeah.
2: 100%, bro. And we need more. It was of good it. intention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. Without hurting people and yeah. stuff, obviously. But yeah. it's, and it's also knowing that um, for anyone listening as well, or sitting here listening to us talk about all this development and everything, you know, just by being you, you're, you're making change. Mm. You don't have to be some big special superhero or anything to do this. Just by being more of you and being love, you will change the world. And that mm. could be one person at a time.
1: Mm. Self development has, is different for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has their own gestation period. Mm. So just, you may hear this and go, Oh, I need to go to this thing. If you're not ready for it, you're not ready for yeah, it. Do what's right for you.
3: Mm. Yeah.
2: Work at that job you may not like so much, but just maybe think of reading a book on the side. Something yeah. a little bit different, right? What's what's one of the books that really helped you change, bro, with your development? The way of the superior men. There you go. It's one that we recommend a lot, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get all my client male male clients to if they haven't, I get them to Listen to that or read that.
0: Yeah, again, same with me. Just Way Superior Men and The Power of Now by Eckhart yeah. Tolle. Yeah, great yeah.
2: books. Um, and The Untethered Soul for anyone listening mm-hmm. is great too. And there's great
1: free uh, Facebook groups like Heart Led Men <laughs> where you can have <laughs> yes. a little fingertip in and just to have experience what yeah. men's work is like. Mm-hmm.
0: So That's it, you know, it's experience. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, look at all the free products you put out, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you put out so much. Like I know I do, Dane does with our stuff. It's just constant, and we do that because we care. Yeah, you know, it's it's a matter of we want to be able to have everyone to realize eventually. Oh, this is how I may be able to get better. Cool, I might dip my toe in it a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's and that's the start. The thing is, like, if you're not ready to take the action, just find some resources you yep. can indulge in until you're ready. Yep, just learn a bit about yourself. Yeah.
1: yeah, and again, the reason, another reason why we opened up this free Facebook community was mm. because the amount of the amount you can learn mm. hearing and reading other people's stories, like there's the f- great thing about it is you, you can post anonymous questions. Mm. So there's been some questions in there anonymously the where I mean, we've got five highly skilled coaches in there to help and give value mm. to anyone that comes in there with an, with an issue or something or a question. And you'll find that you can map their issue across to yours and what we're giving them. Mm. Um, advice wise they actually can put it themselves so a lot of the time they won't need to even ask the question because i'll have the answer within someone else's question anyway yeah but well. learning from others other experiences is massive
0: yeah and that's why i love like when i get guests on the podcast i love listening to people's stories i love ex- sharing that with the listeners as well because you learn so much by someone's story where they come from what they did in the transition to become who they are yep. so that, that also instills belief into yourself to do the same
1: yeah and i mean our personal stories are huge. Like, mm. like for me, I had massive suicidal ideation mm. uh, my entire life, like from yeah. like eight years old. So, mm. just some sometimes for us, we had to hit rock bottom to mm. figure things out. And that's what we don't want for people, mm. others. So that's why we're doing what we're doing. You don't have to. If you hit rock bottom and bounce back, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And no, there's people here like us and yourself mm. that are going, you don't need to hit rock bottom now. Yeah. We can help
0: you. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. I'm glad we touched on motivation because that was such a cool. That was l- great l- the way it segued. <laughs> yeah, that was
2: really good. <laughs> that was sick.
0: Um, someone asked me, how can I handle failure? And It's a lesson. Yeah. yeah. Does
2: it need to be handled?
0: Yeah, that's why I say that people don't take an L as a loss. It's yeah. a lesson.
1: It's, it is. It's, yeah, it's a okay. lesson. There's not, not, no failures in life, only lessons. Yeah. So it's it's a way of learning and that's a motivation in itself. Mm. Like, okay, this didn't work, I mean, and that's a societal thing again. Everyone's like you failed, you failed, you failed. Mm. No. You fucking had an absolute crack at doing something. Yeah. And it didn't quite work out this time. Now you know what not to do, mm. have another go and try another path.
0: Yeah, now you're so much further now you're so much closer to achieving it than yes. you were before you did it. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah yes you you don't need to start from the beginning (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah,
2: and that's in the language of it right is knowing that you love learning not losing and my girlfriend funnily enough yesterday because she's having such a big transition she wanted to learn how to um juggle yeah and she man she went at it for like hours on end yesterday while i was doing some work by the end of it she'd actually gotten it but she felt she was like oh i suck i keep like doing this i was like baby don't suck the more you tell yourself and you speak that out loud, your mind is actually listening to you use those words yeah. Yeah. and you're just programming yourself to believe, oh, I can't do this, I actually
0: suck.
1: And that'll map across into other areas of your life. If you keep on telling yourself you suck at one thing, you're going to tell yourself you suck at a lot
0: of things. And that's the thing with the subconscious mind, it doesn't take any information on either of you joking, it doesn't know if you're joking or whatever. Yeah. It takes on every bit of information, it's l- literal. Yeah, it doesn't process negatives. It's
2: a highly
1: moral being and it doesn't know if it's being lied to or not.
2: So yeah. when, you know, when the boys are taking the piss, like say we're in a football group or something like that it is funny but the more they might be picking on one dude about oh look at your man boobs this this and this Mm. that thing unconsciously becomes then his biggest insecurity yeah and that creates this whole world like i speak about that from personal views Mm. i used to get the piss taken out of me because of my gynecomastia something i could not control yeah physically as much as weight i lost i still had little titties Mm. so for me it was the worst and i just in my mind I was like, Oh I've got, I've got man boobs, I suck, I'm this, this and this. And then I said actually at um with Liz and everyone, I was like, Man, there was a day where you know when I got it suited up, like at the end of last year? Yeah. I was looking in the mirror at Target there, I looked in my in the mirror and I was like, Man, rather than seeing it, you know, the man boobs or the love handles or whatever, I was like, Fuck you are strong, powerful dude.
0: Is that like the white beige suit?
2: Yeah, you're handsome as fuck. Yeah, I remembered it. <laughs> there was just this difference that i just shifted mm. and i realized i was like man it's not true none of that shit is true mm. and it can take a while to sort of move through that stuff but again it's a choice to be like no i choose to believe this about myself yep. it doesn't matter what anyone yeah, else says that's
0: and that's the thing repetition. with yeah, yeah. And that's the thing with process it's rather i'm this way now or i can st- i can still be this way in five years or any either way five years is going to pass i can put in the work and be completely different and shifted mm. yep and it's just yeah it's just committing to yourself yep um oh i like this one because i actually had this one a lot i'm ashamed to go to the gym due to my weight any suggestions and the thing i say to people with this is i'm so proud when i see someone in the gym when i know they're uncomfortable being there because i'm like fuck yes get after it like i'm so proud of people that show up and put in the work for themselves and
3: yeah
1: i think you'll find that if that person does end up going he will see and feel that from Mm. everybody yeah that gym culture has definitely changed. Yeah, definitely. People are there to better themselves. Mm. And you're only, like, how can you put someone down when they're bettering themselves?
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Literally, and by just doing it over and over again, it's a repetition thing. Mm. The more you show up for yourself, the more you trust yourself, and the less that those words will affect you because you just know in yourself that you're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and then, that's a big I mean, one. there's
1: lots of different things too. Like, don't go to the gym at the busiest time. Don't yeah. With, just start off small. Go, mm. hell, oh, I mean, it might. It may not be the best. Go a little later. Go at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Just to begin with and start building that confidence Mm -hmm. because there'll still be people there.
0: Yeah. It
1: just won't be crowded.
2: And speaking on this because I know it is a big thing for a lot of people. uh, and Something I always, I picked up someone say this and I love it. It's like Mm. we're not here to live to just lose weight and make money. Mm. Right? I feel like everything is based off how much weight can i lose and this this and this yeah and i get it i've been there you know and it is a great thing to look if you want to look into health etc mm. but do it for the right reasons but also something that toddy jarrett came up with recently mm. his was for the how much weight he wants to lift in the gym. Yeah. if there's a certain amount of weight you want to lose let's say it's 40 kilos why don't you celebrate every couple of kilos mm. Mm. Yeah. so put that thing on the wall don't just put i want to be this weight get really specific and put these little columns of like by the time I'm 125 kilos, I'm going to do this and celebrate this. Mm-hmm. 122 kilos, I'm going to. And it just becomes really addictive and competitive. It's your own game. Yeah. And every time, and before you know it, that little step. So it's like what Kobe said in one of the videos. I, I don't know if it was him that said it, but rather than looking at the top of the mountain, look at the first step. Mm. You know, like look down at the step.
1: And it's going to touch on language there again, too. Mm. We don't want to lose weight, we want to release it. Yeah. yeah what yeah. happens when you lose your car keys, you want to fight yeah so anything we generally want to lose we want to find so mm-hmm. Release it least it forever release weight and not lose it. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Perfect. that's yeah that's a key one now yeah to the person listening to this take all those things in and also if you struggle with motivation to stay with the gym rewind the podcast 10 minutes and listen to our <laughs> conversation <laughs> about motivation yeah, and it's and yeah.
1: find something that you like doing too yeah like a lot of people i, I i've trained a lot of my life and i'd, I'd get asked that question what do you what, what how do you do it? Like, mm. just finding something. I haven't trained that same way my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. I've always changed it up. I'm like, oh, I'm getting a little, like, that lack of motivation. That, mm. And I, I found, though, when my discipline started lacking, I'm like, okay, it's time to do something a little different because if nothing changes, nothing
0: changes. And that's so, yeah. the thing with, like, exercise or health in general. Like, you find yourself and what makes you feel healthy the most. Yep. I remember when I was in my stage of, like, bulking and dropping and whatever. And then I was like, I need to do keto. It's the thing. And I, I hated it because my favourite foods are carbonated foods like I love pizza I love pasta and for like 12 Burgers, weeks yeah, yeah. I starved myself from it and I was like I don't even know why I'm doing this like it didn't even come from me why I wanted to do it I didn't even feel healthy even though I lost a lot of weight Then once I started to implement pasta and pizza back into my life but in proportion I felt so much better because I'm living the life that fulfills me but also feeling healthy at the same yeah. time so like gym and health it's a journey within itself but it's also a journey of finding you yes. so you'll find that as long as you stay with it yeah
1: just find
0: something you enjoy doing yeah, yeah. yep so we've got ooh, what has been your boy's biggest lessons with coaching
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay so for me straight away I know what it is I had a situation with a client where they weren't happy with my services right mm. now I know it was because they didn't show up for themselves but I didn't put the blame on them Yeah. I took full responsibility and said how didn't I show up for myself mm. So whatever happened in that situation, potentially I wasn't doing the right things for myself for them to feel that it's like an external projection. Mm. So I now know that for me showing up and doing the right things for myself, my clients will do the same. Yeah. So that was a big one for me.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, for me, trusting my intuition. Mm. Yeah. Just. Yeah. You know when you you know when you're great at something, mm. and it's just trusting that. Yeah. I'd say this This is what I'm here. This is what I've been put on this earth to do. Mm. And just knowing that and fully trusting
0: that. Yeah. I'd say the same for me trusting intuition, just my my ability and what I've done to myself in the last few years to become who I am to be able to teach that. So,
2: yeah. And another one for any coaches listening or anyone that gives services or products or anything, you are enough. Mm. You don't have to go over top to provide all this like crazy extra services and do all this extra thing. It's like, no. By you doing what you do And what you just said Trusting yourself That Mm. hour and a half session You do with them Mm. I guarantee you It would have helped Yeah You don't have to then Be doing all this extra Mm. shit To feel like you're worthy Mm. Um, And that was a big thing I used to do too I was like Oh I need to make sure I'm doing this this this
1: Yeah just know Like I always tell clients too I will not get off a a call with them Mm. Zoom or whatever we are doing Unless I feel Like the job's done Yeah
3: you got the outcome
1: And it's generally At the end of you know when the end of the call is done, or the end of the session is done, because like you're actually done. There's nothing else left. Yeah, nothing
0: left to be said. Yeah. Mm, that's good too, because yeah, you don't want to just leave someone hanging at the yeah. end and still yeah. got yeah. questions. <laughs> and yep. yeah, yep. yeah, that's good. Um, well, this is a good one. How can I have those tough conversations with my partner?
1: Mm-hmm. I come with love. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't say don't. Um. Approach it with love. Everything with love. Mm. So that's and that's. Uh,
2: Set the terms as well. Say what this is about. What's the outcome, sort of thing. Mm. Well, that's something I've done before. It's like, what do we want to achieve in this conversation? Mm. So there's like a framework to it. Yeah. Um. And no name calling or anything. Yeah. Do your best not to go into the, you know, the reactive like mm. swearing and all this other stuff. Yeah. Just keep it calm, cool, and collective like
1: Afraid of hurting the other person's feelings. Yeah. Yeah because you've got to be honest things that you hold back are the mm. things you're going to hold resentment on suppress decline, yep. and what you're thinking their reaction or response will be is probably not that mm. so you're already crucifying them for something that they haven't done so yeah so start communicating
0: mm, that's beautiful too because like even myself i'll touch on is the thing that's worked for me is lean with love and also setting the intention to be like, hey, I want to have a, re- a real serious conversation. This is a good time right now. Yeah. And just set the tone for the yeah. room.
1: And you go, look, you can even say, look, I'm not sure if this is going to hurt your feelings. That's mm. not what I'm trying to do. I'm just yeah. feeling a certain way. Mm. And I'd love
2: to express that for
0: you. Yeah. And you realise that you won't have any bite back from it because the person's going to be more understanding yes. rather than in a reactive state. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Can I say something that may also reduce the amount of cheating that happens?
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Talk about your fantasies. Mm. Now, what I mean in that is that tell your partner like what your fantasies are, because mm. the more you suppress them, your unconscious mind eventually will. It's like an existential kink that will pop up at some point. Yeah, you actually want to go express these things you suppress, because mm. you get so and you build that. Like Dane said, you build resentment to the, towards towards the person you're with purely because you just don't talk about it so if it's something a little bit freaky that's cool it doesn't have to happen but you've expressed it yeah you're it's definitely. not like she needs to play it out with you or he needs to play it out with you Even talking
0: about it, yeah it?
1: Like yeah communication
2: communication is mm. yeah. actually at the core of fucking everything right like if you talk about your yeah. shit yeah, yeah. Communication you feel better <laughs> with self communication
1: with your partner yeah 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 because yeah, yeah.
0: if, if you hold it in it can lead to so many things like for one i can touch on the for my experience is addiction like you can get addicted to robber substances especially porn if if you're not exploring your fetishes or even having conversations around it as well so Mm. I think just being able to be open minded and open with your words and having that communication with your partner will just result into so many positives yep these last questions are my personal ones they're a bit different but I like to spice things up at the end you know nice so this is 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 this one of your fantasies (laughs) (laughs) Dane show me your feet (laughs) they're already out (laughs) So these, um, I want to hear from both of you each. So, if you could study with any expert in the world, who who is it, and what would you study? Ooh,
2: oh. Great question.
1: Uh, like Jordan Peterson comes to my mind first. Just his, just, yeah, his passion mm. for anything that he is talking about. Mm. I love, yeah, because you get you can feel it. The passion he has for people to be better versions of themselves. I love that. And that's basically what I want as mm. well. So talking to him and learning from him would be fucking
0: unbelievable. Yeah, that would be epic. Yeah. How about you, Trav? Gary
2: V. Yeah. All day, man. He might look like he's just a businessman and this, this and this, but mm. he's one of the most heart-led men I know of. Mm. I can see it, man, the way he treats people mm. that come up to him in the street and stuff in all his videos. Um, you can tell he's just genuine with what he does. Yeah. So I
1: love his take on accountability. Too. Yeah.
2: Oh, dude, he's got some incredible takes. And one thing I actually learned that he said to someone I know, this this is actually great for anyone that's got a business and stuff, um, trust is the only currency you need because trust leads to love. Mm. So in anything you do online or whatever, make it a, around building trust and rapport. Yeah. Yeah. Because the more people trust you, it leads to love, which then leads to commitment, which leads to them supporting you in everything you do.
3: Mm. Yeah. So Um,
2: is that, wouldn't that be one of the best things ever? Yeah. So by leading with love and building trust, not only are you giving your most authentic self in everything you do, you're actually getting the most authentic followers as well Mm. that you can then help. Yeah. So yeah.
0: That just builds a deeper connection with the people you work with.
2: Big time, man. Like look at we build rapport as soon as we walked in here like I've obviously known you and very close with you but straight away you and Dan connected and Mm. that's why this conversation this has been an incredible podcast bro you've done well um, because of the rapport we built before we started
0: yeah definitely Mm. and um, touch before we move on I want to touch on Gary V as well because I think he portrays an important I don't think he does it intentionally it's just the way he is but he so people may think he's so cutthroat and just blunt but the thing, thing I love about that is that he doesn't bullshit people yeah. and he respects people enough to not give them lies to make them yeah. feel comfortable.
1: See, there's, that's the thing with society again. Yeah. People think honesty is being blunt, mm. Or it's just honesty is love.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it is. Holy shit. Okay, so I heard this thing today for a reason that you just brought this up. So just re- met this random gentleman. This is these conversations <laughs> that I have, man. And one thing he said, he said that exact thing we just touched on. Why can't people just tell the truth? because when I was a kid I was fat but my mum told me I was good looking and skinny mm. but then all the boys at school picked on me so what the fuck was I yeah that literally ruined his life because he didn't know who was telling the truth yeah mm. so then he couldn't trust anyone yeah right so I know she was coming from a good place and you know she was just trying to make him feel better mm. but when you are told the brutal truth you change too yeah you know so it can be for the best with its, when it's done with right intentions and yes. love etc yeah um, not just for straight up bullying but yeah it's just like that situation to know that a kid he was being told two different things and then he didn't believe something himself so he's caught in this vortex of like well
0: what am i who am i what do i do yeah he just didn't know but that's, that's the thing like those blanket blanket lies can be enabling behaviors yes which could have been if he was overweight it could be contributing to that could yeah. be enabling it oh,
1: literally yeah 100 yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: my final question and I like i always love hearing the answers to this one so this is an individual one again So you can have dinner with four people, dead or alive. Who's at that table?
1: Uh, My two grandfathers. I love that. Add myself.
0: That's awesome.
2: That's really cool. I like that. Uh, So mine would be, again, Gary V. Hmm. Isaac John. Hmm. Now I've got a big thing for Isaac John because he's actually, he was like my Aussie version of Gary V. And I saw myself in him a lot and during my darkest time he was someone that helped me without knowing mm. you know we find those mentors and people um tom bill again is someone that helped me during that he has impact theory mm. and his podcast changed my fucking life yeah that's pretty much the reason i'm here because of the episodes he put out it's actually why i do a podcast as well mm. and yeah myself you know if i could see my i'd actually love to have dinner with my 17 year old self to turn down the broncos contract because that was the best decision he could have ever made
3: Mm,
0: that's great mm. before we move on I want to touch myself and catch myself up with language yeah. I've realised I use the word dead and I hate using that word because I've, I'm very spiritual and inclined with that and, the very, and I mm. believe that we move on to different lives so I want to change it from people that are alive or people that are alive in a different realm so that's yeah. what I want to yeah, say nice. yeah. Like that. yeah that's yeah. cool, cool. alright well thanks for the episode guys no, thank you. Oh, yeah. thanks bro yeah, yeah this was
2: incredible um, you can find us at HeartLed Warriors on Instagram as Dane said before there's a heart-led men free Facebook group for any men that want to come in super chill we just provide heaps of free value and yep. chats
0: in there
1: do live Q&A's every mm. Wednesday night just
0: yeah have you got anything up and coming like any retreats we
1: do we have our next retreat in four weeks a month yeah February Ooh. 10, 11, 12 which is on yeah. the Bar Valley it is which mm. is just out in the hinterland of uh, the Gold Coast yeah and have four more th- sorry two more retreats throughout the year possibly three yeah um one-on-one coaching with both of us Mm. um six-week coaching courses three-month coaching or mentoring uh, experiences and we do have a group coaching um, experience as well
0: that's epic yeah Yeah, i love the group aspect of it
1: yeah Yeah. which we're findings um we're trying not trying we're getting Mm. the word out there about that as we've you know what it's like building connection with other yeah doing the same things it, so there's all yeah, I, I just i'm looking forward to um filling the group container and having, having an awesome meeting.
2: it's so much fun man we jumped on a another bloke one of my mates actually guy that did our videography for yeah. the retreat sammy he's been running a men's group online on zoom every every week i believe it was mm-hmm. for like over seven months man they just mm-hmm. show up it's all free yeah um he just asked if i could come on and i was like oh can dane come on as well mm. We showed up, man. It was amazing. Like That was the coolest thing.
1: Jumping on there again next Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday
2: we've got another free one coming up. I think there's already seven men or something in there. We wanted to sort of cap it around 20 so everyone gets a chance to talk. Um, But again, like I, I know there's that feeling around with men not wanting to share in front of other men, but honestly, it is the best thing ever. Yeah, It's so supportive, man. No one judges. And it's actually really cool because... You're just in there talking about your shit, and it and actually you're,
1: you're building connection with mm. men that are wanting the same thing
0: as you. Literally, yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and On it can the be same as, journey. It could be similar to like a fully locker room, but yeah. it's all yeah, with yes. good intention. Yeah, like yeah, you still have locker advice. room talk, yeah. Yeah. yeah, without
2: you know drinking piss or anything to talk about your stuff. Mm. We just open straight up, and we usually lead with that. We just talk about our, you know, whatever we may have been feeling or what we went through, and lead and be like, hey, oh, if these guys can talk about it, I can too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, plenty of stuff coming up. Um I'll be dropping my podcast again soon for 2023. Oh yeah. i waiting for that man. So um yeah, but I'm loving I know I'll be with um these guys for probably the rest of my life, bro. Like yeah. what we're creating here is something that was meant to happen. Yeah. Mm. And it's just going to be big, man. It's like like this guy right, Nipsey on Nipsey. the wall. Mm. He had big dreams and um unfortunately it was taken from him too soon, but for me these dreams aren't going anywhere bro like they're just getting bigger and bigger by the day so Mm -hmm. grateful to be by his side and to have you know people like you in my circle so Mm. yeah man just want to say grateful for you too
0: thank you bro i'm grateful for you and grateful for meeting you too dane and um everyone listening i'm a big advocate for your guys work. So make sure you check it out check out their retreats group sessions one-on-one everything i love it i'm all for it and also yeah appreciate everyone tuning into this episode and uh, thank you guys for jumping on thanks for having us bro Thank thank you